What's important when buying cigars online? The best brands? Big selection? Lowest prices? Or fast, fresh delivery? Hey, when you buy from Famous Smoke Shop, you have it all. And now, Cigar Tipster fans can have it all, too, including free shipping on your order. Go to CigarTipster.com and click on the banner ad for Famous Smoke Shop. Use the promo code FREESHIPCT. That's FREESHIPCT. And free shipping is yours when you spend $75 or more at Famous Smoke Shop. Order now. Oh, what fresh hell is this? This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. Can you hear me? I can. That's the one. (laughs) Press the right button, Benjamin. What it is, you have to turn it on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's, uh, It's me and you for about 15 minutes, and then Senior should be here. After that, will Kurt Cameron be joining us? No, that bastard's in Florida for work. Is he sure he's not just there for the the Dyson convention? Well, you know, I'm sure he's trying to hide something. <laughs> uh, one of them days. How was your day? Uh, eh, long. Goddamn, we drove all day. That's that's terrible. Yeah, we started in Clarksville, Arkansas, and got home about 3 o'clock, I guess. That sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. It did. <laughs> fucking joy is what it was. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. Oh, but, it is. oh, go ahead. I wanted to ask you something. Um, a friend of mine at my cigar shop wanted me to send him a link to our podcast he actually wants to listen so we've got to we're going to make it up to five fans now <laughs> what is the best link to send him if he wants to tune in and, and listen is it podcast republic what do we what's our platform uh we have i'll send you the link when we're done but we have a a buzzsprout site that has them all he can play it in the website or uh you can subscribe to it from pretty much any podcasting app, but I'll give you, I'll send you the RSS feed. Okay, cool. That'll work. All right. That'll work. It is the Cigar Tipster Show. Welcome to the program. Junior and Ben sitting here with you. Senior will be joining us in a little while. It is April the 22nd as we record this, the day after the death of Prince, for anybody who cares. Rest in peace, Prince. Yes. uh, It's Purple Rain. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, who else died this week? Uh, that that woman from uh, Doris Day. Yeah, Dor- Doris Roberts from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Amazon uh, wrestling chick. Oh, China. Yeah, <laughs> the Amazon chick. <laughs> what did she die from? Was it being an Amazon or what? Uh, it's from what I read. It's looking most likely overdose. I thought she'd wrestle grizzly bear, a grizzly bear or something and lost. <laughs> okay, uh, no, this is horrible and probably too soon, but there was a thing that said China, whatever her birth date was, all the way to 2016, and it had three photos, but all three photos were Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was funny. It's wrong, but it's funny. And possibly even worse than that, they had a picture of her, and it said China. And underneath it, they had a picture of a casket, and it said China Cabinet. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh, I think so she like, her heart is still technically beating at this point. She's just barely dead and she, <laughs> when we're doing these jokes. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, yeah, in all fairness, neither one of us came up with any of these jokes. We did not. We did not. We, we are that horrible of people, but we hide it better. So is it changed to the artist currently known as Prince or what is I, it? I just assumed they were going to carve that funky symbol into everything. <laughs> oh the poor guy they're, they're still trying to figure out what happened I'm like I tell you exactly what happened he died <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you know really and truly sometimes people just die I mean it's not necessarily an overdose he might have had AIDS he might have uh, got the Zyker virus whatever they said he was a private person so he may have had a health risk that nobody knew about and that's what got him who knows yeah, I mean, it, it could be anything. He could have been hit by a bus. Who the fuck knows? Uh, who who knows? I could have been hit with purple acid rain, or I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh god, this and is starting out nicely. We just lost two of our four fans. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you sons of bitches! <laughs> he's still he's still alive in our hearts. <laughs> and speaking speaking of horrible people. Let's discuss uh, Drew Maggery, Maggery, whatever the fuck his name is. I was going to get to that article, but yes, you go right ahead. Yeah, we're we're going to go straight into that because this, uh, and I don't even know if this is his picture here in the in the I article. I doubt it. But but this douchebag, uh, and I feel very comfortable calling him or her a douchebag. He's a complete douchebag. <laughs> did he ever respond to your tweet, by the way? He never did. I was highly anticipating him sending some sort of response very soon because people like that typically wait to get a response. He's at home, you know, holding his pesky in one hand with the tweeter and phone in the other, waiting for someone to say something. I, 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 he never said anything. I don't. God, what a vagina. He's a complete veg. And I tried to post on this link and call him a complete fucking idiot, but it wouldn't let me. He didn't approve it. But uh, to give the listeners a little idea of what we're talking about, this asshole wrote a an article, a diatribe, whatever you want to call it, called Cigars or Puke. So that that gives you a pretty good idea of where this is going to go. But <sighs> the guy's lost his fucking mind. He really you has. Know, it, 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 this all stems from the Cuban uh, embargo possibly ending and Cuban cigars coming here. And he's like, I can't. I can't imagine how awful this is going to be. Towns are going to be sh- shrouded in acrid black smog. Yeah. It's just going to be so fucking terrible. And the smell of a cigar radiates for miles. He did and, say miles, which is incorrect. And apparently uh, us cigar bros uh, think our cigars smell like, and I quote, Jesus farts. That's right, which I don't know what that means, but this is what he said, because this guy, I'll leave the reputation on how authentic and intelligent he goes, I goof on bros a lot, but the truth is that I like most of the things your average brosif also enjoys, including brown liquor, stewed meats, double guitars, wiffle ball, Jason Statham, old Coors light posters featuring chesty models, uh, but I draw the line at cigars. So it's not all that other redneck shit that he enjoys, it's the cigars that is the problem. That's that's where the issue lies, and it, it, it's just I, I don't understand. Like, here's the thing: most people can't really smoke hardly anywhere anymore, and he I don't know where he goes that he's surrounded by this 
London fog of smoke that's just offensive to his little delicate nasal passages. But of the two places in his city that you're allowed to smoke, if he doesn't go there, I don't know what the hell his problem is. Yeah, that's, I mean, in the area where I live, outside of a cigar shop, I can only name one bar that actually has an outdoor area where you're allowed to smoke. So I'm like you, I'm not sure, you know, where the fuck is this guy going? Actually, I need to find out where he's going so I can go smoke there. (laughs) (laughs) Just head to that one place and say, hey, I read your article. I'm lighting up. (laughs) Yeah, really. I'm going to smoke two at a time just to fuck you over. Yeah, and it's and, it, and he says this thing like he's saying that only wealthy quote wealthy barons uh, smoke the quote big asshole candle, um, and he you know it's like oh you know that guy's really rich he must have closed in a big land deal and that's why he's smoking a cigar. I'm like I will be honest I'd say ninety nine percent of people who smoke the cigars don't land really big land deals. That's the top one percent, and they typically have like their own island that they smoke at, which he's not allowed to go to. So. I don't know what his what his beef is because if you're never really around him, he just says that they are quote fucking garbage. And I'm thinking, well, I I think Coors Light posters are fucking garbage. So, but, but I don't, you know, wiffle ball. Okay, well, he goes on to say cigars remain an antiquated symbol of success for reasons that escape me. You don't even inhale the smoke. Why are you bothering? Smoke a joint. At least you'll get something out of it. And this is where he really loses me. You're going to defend and all feelings on pot aside, I don't smoke it, but I don't really give a fuck about it. You're going to defend something that is illegal versus something that's legal. Yeah. I am assuming he's a giant pothead and he doesn't like the smell of smoke. And if you don't like the smell of cigar smoke, that's fine. Just don't go to the one place in your city that actually allows the smoking. So problem solved. Yeah, really? I mean, most cities, hotels, restaurants, 95% of bars, everything has gone smoke-free. Uh, if you're getting into an area, let's say a, a public park with huge outdoor space, or God forbid you walk into a smoke shop to get you some fucking cigarettes or whatever it is that you do. It's Virginia Slims. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your own fucking fault at that point that you're smelling it. Yeah, because that is the designated place for such things. Um, so I'm, he says, I'm tired of Big Cigar convincing everyone that these things smell wonderful and that onlookers will visualize giant money bags around you whenever you whip one out. I don't know about you. When I go in the smoke shop, people do not get visualized giant money bags around me. It, it, they they simply don't. I've nothing to prove. So, And he's a, column, a columnist and correspondent for GQ. How, did, how the fuck is that even possible? Okay, I, I'm, and this is not something I've researched, but it's something I'm going to research, and that is the number of people who have ever appeared in GQ with a cigar. Which they really don't post anymore because that's against, I don't know, with the Geneva Convention or whatever the fuck they think it means. Um, so they really can't post hardly any pictures of... It's not advertised on billboards. It's rarely seen in any TV show or movie. In which case, you can't smell the smoke from there anyway. So what the fuck do you care and just just in case you're curious, at Drew Magery, D-R-E-W-M-A-G-A-R-Y, on Twitter if you want to fuck with this guy. Uh, I highly encourage that. I recommend he, it. He's a self-proclaimed Deadspin columnist, a correspondent for G2, GQ. excuse me. And you can pre-order his second novel, The Hike, through here, which I do believe I will pre-order, just so I can set it on fire with a cigar. 
<laughs> and post that on his picture feed, on his Twitter feed. It's yeah, just me exactly. lighting your shit on fire. Um, with, the, yeah. with the thing you claim to hate so much. Yeah, what do you cherish most dear? I'm going to burn that on fire and post it to your wall, douchebag. And quite honestly, if, you're, if your novel is, is written in the style of this article, I probably couldn't get through it anyway. Yeah. So burning it or, and or wiping my ass with it would be about <laughs> the most useless thing I could get out of the deal. <laughs> that being said, the other two articles I'm going to review are cigars that are coming out that I think are interesting. Um, I will be sending him a Twitter feed to these links for him to read on. <laughs> so you can read about them. Um, educate the bastards. Edu- yeah, educate them. Um, it's, I don't know. Yeah, Drew Madgery, um is an asshole and should be treated as such. Yeah, he is the, the douchiest of douches. <laughs> Douche, right. Douchey McDouchington. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> the third. <laughs> Second only to uh, our good friend Ken Ball. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, I don't know. I might actually hate this guy more than Ken Ball. At least Ken Ball smokes cigars, and although we hate him for winning every goddamn thing that was at that event, at least he doesn't write an article saying cigars are puke. Sure. So, but I still hate him. And, and <laughs> something interesting that happened earlier in the week, apparently Facebook started shutting down a bunch of uh, cigar groups, including... Some that I used to be in, Cigar Cartel, Cigar Syndicate, uh, Cigar Fuck Your Mother, whatever other yeah. 21,000 groups there might be. But apparently they're, they're letting some of them come back, I see now. What does Facebook give a shit? That's what I don't know. Apparently the, the only violation of terms was the selling of cigars in these groups or the auctions or whatever. Uh, apparently you can talk about all you want to just don't sell it and i think that's kind of what they're getting at here they don't want people making money through facebook i think there's there's legalities in terms of sales to minors even though that wasn't happening and it's just facebook being their normal 1984 selves okay <laughs> Okay, <laughs> a little behind the times, but thank you for playing. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they're cracking down on private gun sales, ammunition, and tobacco across the board on Facebook. Well, that's three of the four food groups. I'm running out of options as to what the fuck I'm supposed to do throughout the day. So, if I'm not shooting guns and smoking cigars, I'm not an American. So, oh, but also just just to make us all feel better, they're also attacking the marijuana groups as well. well at least they're consistent. Oh yeah, uh, let's see. Email. And apparently the, the, the groups are petitioning and emailing Facebook to bring them back. Oh please God, bring us back. Yeah. I didn't give I didn't care for Cigar Cartel to begin with, so I didn't really give a shit if they shut them down, but uh <laughs> I, I got out of all of them. It, it was too much of a pain in the ass. Every fucking po- every time somebody would sneeze, they would post it on Facebook, and it would just show up in the feed over and over and over. And I can't get it, get it the fucking stop. Uh, so, <laughs> you know what? Just go, go talk amongst yourselves. I don't care. <laughs> and senior, when he gets here in just a second, he had a he was like really pissed at him because he he said something about them flipping cigars, you know, buying them on like cigar bid and then doubling their profit and his post got deleted and he got kicked out. So he, <laughs> he, he, he was butthurt about the whole thing anyway. So I sent him a, 
a message the other day saying that that he could feel vindicated. He he had shut them down now. <laughs> Way to go, senior! <laughs> Another crisis averted. <laughs> Do you think you think senior could throw in a little article to get Drew Madgery, you know, off the books? Do you think he can? You know, do something like that. God, I wish. I, know. <laughs> I, I would fully support it uh, if he wants to go into that effort, uh, uh, helping any way I can. <laughs> I will personally uh, drive to wherever Drew Madgery is and blow smoke in his face. <laughs> right, right in his eyes where it burns. Drew, Drew, if if by some slim chance you ever hear this, tweet me your location. Uh, we'll set something up. <laughs> I really hope he does. Just, I really want the gods to smile. Like, you know what? Let's let Drew tune in. Send him a link to this to hear it and say, these assholes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, either that or he's going to just love the fact that we spent like 13 minutes talking about him, even if we ripped him a new asshole the entire time. Donald Trump method. There's no such thing as bad publicity. True. Trump 2016 for those scoring at home. Yeah. Is he in the lead? I don't know. Yeah, yes, he is. He uh, he slaughtered pretty much everybody in the New York primary on Tuesday, which was expected. Uh, Ted Cruz actually finished third. Mm. Oh, speaking of Ted Cruz, did you happen to see that thing floating around Facebook of the woman that went on the Mari Povich show? And I swear to God, she looked just like him. Like, it looked like Ted Cruz in drag. I should, no, I didn't see that. I... God, I will have to find it and send it to you because it's fucking hilarious. What is she getting at? Well, she was on Maury for uh, one of those baby daddy DNA tests. So she's legit. Okay. Yeah, so she was a legit person. It just it just happened that she looked remarkably like Ted Cruz. Was she trying to boycott Target for the transgender bathroom? I, I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I have noticed a lot of that going around my Facebook page. All there has been a substantial increase in this trend. I didn't know there was that many transgenders out there. <laughs> I, I didn't either. And I, it's okay. Be who you want to be. I don't really care. The bathroom that you go into, uh, if you take out, if you unzip your pants and you have a wiener, you go to the men's bathroom. Right. Even if you go in there dressed like a woman, you, you still have a dick in your pants. Right. Uh, if, by chance, you pull down your pants and you have a vagina, you, you go to the girls' bathroom. I, think I, I, I don't know what the problem is. Like, what is, what's on your crotch determines which... Uh, why do I need a third bathroom for, uh, you know, someone who's half this and half... It's, it's what you have. I would, you know, I would, I would argue, but what do I know? I'm not a transgender. <laughs> And, you know, there's that whole North Carolina bathroom bill or whatever, and everybody's canceling their fucking concerts because it's, it's anti-transgender or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. I, I thank God I'll never have to cross that bridge. I'll just put it that way. And I, I, I don't want them to be discriminated. I mean, let them be who they want to be, like you said. Um, but I don't know. I, I didn't realize it was an issue because I just thought, you know, why would you want to? I mean, if I have a penis, why would I want to go to the women's bathroom? Why would I want to do that? It, it, it doesn't make a damn bit of sense. And I have, based on mostly where we live, I have a lot of uh, very conservative Christian uh, friends, and they are just totally up in arms. 
Uh, I mean, this is just really shitting in their Cheerios. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that was funny, but uh, well, your, com- your comment was. I don't know if the topic is, but your comment was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a certain amount of live and let live, but there's a certain amount of uh, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina, to quote Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Yep, that's very true. What do you say, gentlemen? Senior. Yeah, finally made this thing work. You missed the you missed the Drew Madry motherfucking session. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, we, I hate that I missed that. You can still add a comment or two if you'd like. You're you're on the air. Uh, y'all had it. Yeah, y'all had it covered. You know, all, all the Swisher jokes have been used. I'm sure. Actually, actually, we we've, we're on really weird topics. We're on the celebrity deaths. Uh, the transgender bathroom thing. Uh, we're, we're all over the place. <laughs> Everything but cigars. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. We 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 spent about thirteen minutes on that. Oh, okay. Thirteen minutes of an hour show. Whatever. Yep. Uh, let's take a look here. So there's an article uh, about the the whole FDA cigar exemption update. It's the latest article I can find. I believe it's the subcommittee passes the appropriation bill with the FDA cigar exemption. So what it means, so I'm just going to read a little excerpt from this article and see if we can't discuss it more at length. So the House Committee on Appropriations Subcommittee on Agriculture, it's a mouthful, has passed a bill for the 2017 fiscal year appropriations bill. Included in it is language that exempts premium cigars from regulation by the U.S. Uh, FDA. Uh, the Wednesday afternoon, the bill passed by way of a voice vote, meaning it now heads to the larger House Appropriations Committee where the finalized bill will be crafted. Um, This is the second year in a row where language friendly towards cigars is included as part of the earlier parts of the appropriations bill, though things are a bit different this year. Um, The language was included that would have changed the date in which all deemed tobacco products, cigars, pipe tobacco, e-cigarettes, whatever, would be grandfathered. This time around, there's no language that would change the predicate date, rather only language that would exempt premium cigars from FDA. So they're trying to exclude the premium cigars from the rest of e-cigarettes and things of that nature. And it looks like they're making some headway. Uh, There's a guy, uh, let's see here, John Anderson, the second vice president, IPCPR, and owner of W. Curtis Draper Tobacconist, in a press release said, the House Appropriations Committee has worked tirelessly to protect the premium cigar retailers that make up Main Street America. As a retailer in D.C., I'm proud to see the Ag Subcommittee take a bipartisan leadership role in standing up against unreasonable government regulation, uh, which is just aimed at shutting down small businesses. Um, So he's happy about that. Yeah, the, I think the short answer is uh, it's about damn time that we actually see some progress on this because that's what I'm driving. It, you know, we've been hearing this crap for probably close to two years now, and premium cigars. You want an ingredients list for premium cigars? There, there's one fucking ingredient. It's tobacco. That's it. Granted, granted, there's a lot of tobacco, but it's all tobacco. You know, it's not the chemically induced water vapor. It's not fucking tar and God knows what else is in a cigarette. I I really don't understand why it's taken this long to debate this crap, other than the fact that our government is full of shit. 
Yeah, and they wrote that in the in the bill. It says, uh, for the purposes of the section, the term traditional large and premium cigar means, quote, any roll of tobacco that is wrapped in 100% leaf tobacco, bunched with 100 per 100, I think they meant percent, perfect tobacco filler, contains no filter, tip, non-tobacco mouthpiece, weighs at least 6 pounds per 1,000 count, has a 100% leaf tobacco binder, and is hand-rolled, which we all know is just a cigar. Um, so they're actually trying to put a language that distinguishes what the premium tobacco is. And I mean, we can argue as far as what a cigar is, but I think the larger issues is that the impact that the FDA would have on agriculture, small businesses, you know, with taxes, increased prices, that's what's going to affect the actual economy of the whole thing, uh, all the way down to the fields uh, where they grow tobacco and how much they're going to have to charge to go through this FDA uh, regulation. So uh, there's at least some progress. Uh, it says if the new rules are introduced after May 17th, the FDA would risk congressional review that could delay the implementation until next year after the new president takes office. Uh, the FDA would also be risk for having a new president with different views on how the executive agency should handle regulation. So if it's after May 17th, sounds like they may have to re-review or that the new president would uh, might have a different view than, you know, just may cancel the whole FDA regulation on cigars to begin with. We don't know. Um, now, with, with the uh, definition you just gave of a premium cigar, how does that affect some of the uh, flavored cigars or... Uh, for, for instance, the Java or the Tobacco Special or some of the acids, something like that. Well, Not that's that I consider the acids a real cigar, but, you know. Right. Well, it just says it's wrapped in 100% uh, leaf tobacco, 100% perfect. So they're saying 100% of strictly the tobacco uh, binder wrapper, wrapper, binder, and filler is hand-rolled. Uh, it's made by human hands to lay the tobacco leaf or wrapper uh, on only one machine that bunches, wraps, and caps. So it doesn't mention the flavored cigars. I think as long as it's a 100% leaf being rolled, it doesn't describe flavored versus non-flavored, you know, and in this case, acid versus, you know, Arturo Fuente or anything like that. Right. Um, so I don't know. That could still be in the works, but it doesn't mention that in uh, as, as part of this uh, this bill. So uh, I think they get into that a little later, but it's not mentioned here. I would think possibly that some of the some of the brands that we know that might be affected, of course, Black and Mild, Swisher, the the shitty stuff, but right. also like those little I think they call them cigarillos or something to that effect, like Eileen's Dream and uh, Cherry Bombs, all those little deals that CAO makes. Those those might come under some scrutiny. It's possible because it doesn't mention with or without any type of... It just says 100% leaf, but it doesn't mention any, you know, whether you add flavor or anything like that um, to the leaf. It just says 100% leaf. Uh, let's see. It's not a cigarette or a little cigar, as such terms are defined in paragraphs 3, but respectively, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So towards the end, it says it's not a cigarette or a little cigar, which would be a cigarillo. So I'm assuming cigarillos would be exempt based on the end of this language. But now you have to define what a little cigar is. But um, yeah, well, that, we're, we're going to need another uh, House Appropriations Committee to determine that definition, please. Yeah, apparently. But that's uh, that's as far as as this goes. It's just nice to see that hey, they're at least putting it on hold, the predicate date, and then after that, so the FDA is not after 
Obama came back from Cuba, it looks like that they put a halt on this whole FDA regulation thing um, and either continue reviewing it or include language that actually does have exemption for the premium cigars to do that, which, well, long story short, sounds like it's a good thing. I think they almost had to because th there's only one thing in the country of Cuba that Americans want, and that is cigars. So I think they're at the point where they're basically saying, we don't want the FDA fucking this up if we're going to finally lift this embargo after you know, fucking however many years it's been. 50-something years. Um, the Republican from Alabama, uh, Robert Anderholt, mm -hmm. uh, says, once again, Congressman Anderholt has proven essential as a friend to small businesses in the state of Alabama. Uh, pres he's president of uh, Harrison uh, Saunders, president of the Alabama Tobacconist Association and owner of Birmingham Cigars, said his leadership will allow me and my small business to continue creating jobs throughout the state. Um, we encourage that Representative Andrew Holt continues to watch out for the little guy. So at least Alabama is, uh, there's a rep in Alabama that's standing behind it. And Birmingham Cigars is a pretty nice outfit. He's actually got four stores in uh Birmingham proper and the surrounding areas. Uh, I've been uh, in three of the four locations. Cool. That's Good David's friend, isn't it? Negative. Uh, right. David's friend spun off from them and became Trustful Cigars. Ah, okay. Birmingham Cigars is, they have a Trustville, a 280, a Mountain Brook, and uh, for the life of me, I can't remember where the fourth one is, but there, there's four of them down there. Let's see here. I'm reading down the article real quick to see if there's anything else that I mentioned. It's just giving you the different options that the house is uh, is recommending. But um, this would have so under option two in the April of 2014 document, uh, it would establish what's called a new definition of premium cigar, which includes a minimum of $10 price, no additive flavors, and a requirement that they primarily contain a long fill of tobacco, amongst others. Um, these cigars, which could meet all eight requirements, would be exempted from FDA regulation. So this is the FDA saying, okay, well, if this cigar meets this, so it has to be a minimum of $10, no additive flavors, then it wouldn't have to go through the FDA regulation. Um, or they could just leave it the fuck alone completely and just let the, <laughs> just let the cigars alone. Um, yeah, the, the $10 price tag is going to be a little bit of, of a bitch because there's, there's a lot of damn good cigars under $10. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, what does it mean? Why does it have to be ten dollars? What What does that matter? Yeah, I mean, what What, what is? Why is that a magic number? Mm -mm. Yeah, that makes no sense at all. Which that would majorly impact uh, people like CI and Cigar Bids and yeah, famous smoke shops. Some of these guys that put specials together because I'm assuming if you're you're putting that caveat on it that it's got to be ten dollars, then you know. That's the the least you can charge for a, a premium cigar, which is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Um, so I mean, if the FDA is kind of like saying, okay, well, we're going to throw you a bone, and if your cigar meets these ridiculous requirements, then you don't have to. You're exempt from the FDA. I'm like, well, you've not been regulating it for this long, and it's been pretty fucking successful. So why do you have? What does it have to start now? Um. That's the latest update I have on that. Uh, it's like everything with the government. They know more about what we need than we do. Yeah. Sure. 
And and if you call them, you're going to get that guy. <laughs> Try to call him to tell him you're going to get that guy. Hello, my name Peggy. Hello, my name Peggy. A um, couple of new cigars. Or you uh, fantastic uh, letter back when you write your congressman of some asshole intern. Uh, we read your letter. <laughs> yeah, you get the exact same response two minutes after you send it. Like you did not just type this and personally send it to me. This is a you just immediately you know it's an auto response. And I don't know if I take it seriously if you respond that quickly because you know you didn't actually read it. Uh, anyway. Uh, let's take a look here. So, Crown Heads, Foreign Kicks, Black Buckle. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Uh, it's a new cigar. It says, Pennsylvania-based famous cigar shop. We're receiving two new Vitolas, uh, including a 6x54 Sublime and a 5x50 Robusto. It uses the same Nicaraguan binder and filler that was found in the original Four Kicks, which we're all familiar with, but replaces the Habano Ecuador wrapper with a Connecticut Broadleaf. Darker and supposed to be a little more full-bodied. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. I was not super crazy about the original four kicks, but uh, with a darker wrapper, I'd definitely be willing to give it another shot. Yeah, it does look uh, it does look interesting. Uh, one more cigar is called the Dram Cask Number Three Churchill. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. That one I have not. Okay, so, is that one from Four Kicks as well? No, this one is. Uh, like from CNC, which is uh, Joe Chuzano, I think is his name, uh, from CNC Cigars. Uh, they're they're specially blended to enhance and highlight the flavors of your favorite whiskey, bourbon, scotch, rye, or Tennessee style. Uh, each line in the Dram series is meant to pair with a specific type of whiskey, and some brands even recommend it. So it's like they're trying to create a flavor profile of the cigar based on that. So it's not flavored with it, but it's designed to pair well with it, instead of just kind of like, you know, happen chance, okay, I try this cigar and this drink and it just pairs well. They're designing it for specific uh, types of drinks. Hmm. So I think that's a strong strategy. Some of the recommended whiskeys are Wild Turkey 101, Angel's Envy, Bullet Bourbon, McCollin 12. Um, So it just uh, looks good. But, um, yeah, it's about $10.50, Nicaraguan... uh, Habano binder, Nicaraguan Habano, uh, Oscuro wrapper. It's made in the Dominican Republic, so it looks uh, looks good, but it just it's a little bit different. Have a non-flavored cigar, but it's made for a drink. Uh, some interesting news out of Davidoff territory. They're discontinuing 19 Vitolas, including two complete lines. Uh, the lines being eliminated are the Pura de Oro, and that's eight Vitolas right there, and then three Vitola Maduro line that dates all the way back to 2008, uh, plus several other singles. So that's uh, interesting that they're eliminating so many lines all of a sudden. But <laughs> they also hinted that they're uh, getting ready to get into the large ring gauge game. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, and why do they have to do that? Because everyone else is? Probably, and I, I would have thought that Davidoff would be the one company that says, eh, fuck, fuck trends, we, we do our thing. Right. People come to us for the name, and the, admittedly some of them are decent cigars, at least the one I've had, but, I mean, you're paying for the privilege when you smoke a Davidoff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
And really, they have some decent... I don't know if they're massive ring gauges, but Camacho's got some big ring gauge stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Room 101, uh, he's all over the board, so I'm not sure that Davidoff themselves needs to, to jump down the rabbit hole. Do you think the Inch series by E.B. Carrillo send or set a trend for a larger ring? It's kind of like a, a catalyst to introduce it because larger ring used to be more famous now. They're sort of bringing it back. Um, do you think that was the jumping off point or was it more popular before? I don't know. It's been a weird trend, really, ever since I started smoking. I mean, the first thing I ever smoked was a nub, and that's, you know, what, a 60 ring gauge? Is that right? Uh, or 64. Yeah, 56 to 64, somewhere in there, depending on which one uh, you have. But, yeah, I mean, you're probably on to something with the inch, because, granted, they had the, the 660, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay, 770s, 880s, uh, asylum dropped an 880. I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of a double-edged sword because yes, you have a larger ring gauge, so it's quote more value for money. You get more smoke, but at the same time, if you've got certain flavors in your binder and wrapper, and the more filly you put, it's going to offset certain flavors you would want from the other from the other wraps. So, I, I mean, yes, you can get a large cigar, but it, I think it sounds like it becomes harder because you have to. If you have a ton of dark filler tobacco, it's going to override a lot of flavors you might get, whereas with like a Lancero or a smaller ring gauge, you may get more flavors from the wrapper and binder without being so overridden. So, well, you know. and, and also, I would rather, I mean, within a cigar's complexity, it's still going to remain pretty much the same throughout the, the smoke. So, I mean, to sit here, I mean, you're talking 770s, 880s. You're making a commitment to this thing. You're, you're talking two hours plus. Do you really want to sit there and have those same flavor profiles for two hours? Mm. You know, I don't mind sitting somewhere and smoking for two hours, but within that time, I'm going to at least smoke a couple of different cigars. Yeah, you I might get worn out after it. It's like eating four slices of cheesecake. I mean, I like cheesecake, but I don't want to eat half a pie. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the point I was making. Well, and you, you can go back several episodes. I, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's labeled the 770 uh, trend, I believe. And and you can hear our little experiment where we all smoked a 770 E.P. Carrillo at one time in our esteemed dislike of that particular ring gauge. It took a yeah. long time to smoke and several relights, uh, or a few anyway. And it just, that's it the, yeah, that's the thing that kind of got me was the burn was just shit. I mean, constantly. It's hard to control that. I mean, you got so much air going through so much tobacco. It's hard to keep a flat, even burn. And I'll be honest with you, after an hour of smoking that thing, I felt like I needed oxygen. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Um, yeah, luckily, but- it wasn't too strong. You know, it wasn't like complete pepper, but it, the volume was... I would rather have a smaller cigar with more complex flavors than just a shitload of just one one flavor, you know? So. Yeah, that was the episode I wound up... I was trying to drive and be on as well, and it wasn't working. I think I smoked about half of it, maybe, and then just chunked it. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's a lot. Um, there is a speaking H. Of, Upman uh, cigar. 
not to interrupt you, but speaking of can't take it anymore, uh, I heard uh, Kirk's Dyson got stopped up. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to ask, is he on a date with his Dyson or what? He's supposedly in Florida on business, but I wouldn't doubt if he took the Dyson with him to... Probably a Dyson convention. Well, to make sure. Thing before you came online. Yeah. Yes, he did. I'm sure he's vacuuming the hotel floor, improving upon the the housekeeping there. (laughs) Consuela knocks on the door. He's like, "No, no, no, I got this. I have a Dyson." I I, I already cleaned the room. I have Dyson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. That's poor guy. When is he going to be on next? Because he's. We've missed a couple of podcasts with him, haven't we? You know, I, I told him about this the other day, and he's like, oh, i got to go to Florida, and I'm like, you're fired. And he's like, you don't pay me. And I was like, you have a point. <laughs> 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 but man, hopefully we can get him on the next one. Uh, he, he needs to get his lazy ass back on the yeah. podcast train. Is there no internet in Florida? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, it is the very, very deep south, so it's questionable. Uh, if, it's the, if it's the same IT people that set up the voting booths, maybe he doesn't have internet. Well, you know, it's... Speaking of that, let's just go down that rabbit hole for a second. Why is our presidential election such a fucking clusterfuck? Like, no idea. It's confusing as hell. Every one of these primaries, it's like... It's a closed primary, so only certain people can vote, or we've got a caucus, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, or uh, so-and-so wasn't allowed to vote, or the machines were changing the vote, or people were throwing things away, or 500,000 dead people got to vote. <laughs> I mean, we, we, can, we can vote with no issues whatsoever for the goddamn American Idol, but we can't elect a president without making ourselves look like idiots. It's not that hard, really. I, I mean... I mean why don't we just text text Trump to 26262 and boom, you voted. I think that'd be easier. Or text Cunt, I mean Clinton to, uh, <laughs> to whatever. Uh, my, my apologies to the Clinton family. Not really. I don't like you people. <laughs> I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Bernie Sanders than, than her. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually made a tweet reference to whatever Drew Magri and says that your I forgot what I wrote. It was like your article is as legit and intelligent as an email from Hillary Clinton. Yes, that that was priceless, by the way. That's that's then both are true. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather anyway. vote. I'll, I'll vote for Elmo for president before I vote for her. Yeah, can we write somebody in or something? Uh, Jesse Ventura, Clint Eastwood, yeah, Ronald uh, Reagan. Who's the rock star that, to- that has tots all the guns? Has the arsenal? What's his name? Um, the Hank Jr. or Kid Rock? Uh, Both not, of them are pretty big gun nuts. Uh, fuck. I oh, uh, um, you know I'm talking. Was the president or a or wanted to be at one time? Uh, oh God, uh, Ted Nugent. Mm. Ted Nugent, yeah. I know it was something with a T. Yeah, Ted Nugent. Ted yeah, Nugent for president. Yeah, he's crazy. Aren't they, uh, yeah, might as well. I, I couldn't do any worse. 
Anyway, H. Upman, you were saying. Yep. Uh, Yarguetta, H. Upman Cuban Honduran Hybrid Cigar Line. So, uh, let's see. It looks like they're using uh, two different blends. They're hybridizing seeds. Uh, produces a non-Cuban H. Upman brand and a new line to all Honduran cigars with a hybrid background. Uh, they perfected the balance of sweet-tasting Cuban seeds, best properties, and the Honduras robust, hearty notes, as written here. Um, it's an exclusive leaf by Altadis USA. Uh, it's a Tapado Shade Wrapper, Criollo 98 Binder, a mixture of both seeds, varietals in the filler. Comes in two sizes, Toro and a Robusto. So it's only 850 to 925 not a bad price. But I wonder if, because it has Cuban seed tobacco in it, if it's something that can be sold here prior to this embargo thing. Well, a lot yes. of things have Cuban seed in them. Okay. There, there's curious. a lot of, about a lot this, of cigars. When they use the term Criollo 98, 99, is that just seeds that have, that were spawned from those plants and spawned and spawned and spawned again? Or is there just a shitload of 1998, 1999 tobacco laying around? I think there's just a shitload of that tobacco that's been grown and regrown so much, and I think they're just borrowing from that. But I don't think it's the original. I mean, yeah, you, you'd be impossible to find an original Creo 98 grown in in Cuba that wasn't hybridized by somewhere else. So, I don't know. It's just uh, something interesting. They're hybridizing it all. Hybrid it sounds complicated. I, I'm sure it is. Sounds like stem cell research or something. I think it is. They'll be cloning next. Yes, yeah. will be cloning Cuban tobacco. I think that's all the articles that I have. Anyone else have any news aside from the uh, Davidoff? Anything else interesting? I saw an interesting little article or tidbit here about deconstructing the Opus X band. Apparently, every every single element of the band has some <coughs> symbolism and hidden meaning, uh, starting with the left half of the oval. In addition to forming the first half of the letter O, serves as the letter C, which represents company patriarch Carlos Fuente Sr. That's right. I heard about that. The orange goal. <clears throat> Shit. The orange glow is the nickel mines in the mountains of Bano, Bano, something, uh, radiated an amber light that can be seen at night from the Chateau de la Fuente tobacco farm. The die-cut style and the die-cut shape of the band is the same geometric pattern of most of Fuente's cigar bands, from the Don, Car <coughs> Good Lord, Don Carlos to the flagship Gran Reserva. The nice. torn edge, an allusion to Fuente's, Fuente Jr.'s childhood, I should say. As a boy, he tore a valentine down the middle, giving the first half to his sweetheart and keeping the other. Oh, my God, how cute is that? <laughs> <laughs> And the double F, the bond between father and son, is the central part of the monogram. A pair of gilded Fs symbolizes both Fuentes, senior and junior. And the right half of the oval uh, goes back to the same thing as the first one. Uh, well, the first one, the left half is Fuente senior, right half is Fuente junior. So that was, they put a lot of thought into that. That is a lot that's a lot of thought for that. Each side of like the circle, if it's like a C, and 
and then another C for each junior and senior. Is that what you mean? Yeah, the left one is Carlos Fuente Senior. The right one is Carlos or Carlitos Fuente Junior. Uh, whatever the, his name was. I would have never thought of any of that by just looking at it, but as a, yeah, that's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of information from one pant. And also the general manager for uh, Fuente, uh, Tabacalera Fuente, uh, died today at age 44. Oh, poor guy. Oh, Lord, this got dark real quick. Uh, committed suicide via self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah that was, uh, that's a downer. Was that a lot yeah. of demons? Yeah, I just assumed that was a death article, not a suicide article. Way to bring the show down. <laughs> well, that is, uh, that's deep. And something, <laughs> to try to brighten the mood back up here, apparently uh, Jonathan Drew is debuting Brands of Spirits. Uh, a rye, I saw this the other day. I don't know. He's coming out with three different spirits under his, uh, let's see, Dovetail Rum, uh, the Jonathan Drew Collection Rye, and there's one other one. Uh, Brixton something or other. Oh, Brixton Mash Destroyer. Uh, $35 a bottle for the rum or the uh, I believe mash destroyer whatever the hell that is and the rye is $45 they're all setting at 90 proof let's hope he has uh, better luck at that than Zycar did when they chose to get in the cigar market and <laughs> they described Drew as the cigar pioneer behind <laughs> such creations as acid and Kentucky fire cure yeah. Why don't you pick the worst two goddamn cigars he makes? <laughs> exactly. The, He's the, the front runner for uh, Swisher Sweets and uh, Black and Mild Wine, and it's I I don't, I don't that's not what I want listed on my resume. Yeah, I mean you, you could have picked Liga Pravada, Undercrowned, uh, uh, Muat, any of it, any anything but the two that you picked. Yeah, the two shittiest ones in the box. He's really proud of the acid, isn't he? I mean, he sells a lot of them. People buy them with a fucking box load. I'm sorry. Acid is like half a step above Gurkha. Well, (laughs) speaking of of acid, um, they actually now have them in the little Cigarello three-packs or two-packs. I saw them in a uh, convenience store the other day. Is that good? No, that's... In my opinion, that's downgrading everything to, uh, you know, Swisher Sweet level. You know, now you're putting putting those, making acid cigarellos and putting them in little packs. I mean, what what's next? You're going to have a Liga in a cigarello that you can pick up at the convenience store? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Liga Black Cherry. Yeah. We've been so, calling that one ever since the... Uh, the sale to Swisher. Here is an article for our CAO. Uh, in case you may not already know, they have come out with a cigar to benefit wounded soldiers. Okay, 
So it's a salute to the troops. Limited, it's a limited edition smoke called the CAO Honor. Um, the brainchild being Ed McKenna and Rick Rodriguez of CAO. It's an offshoot of the CAO America line. It's created to be more than more than just a symbolic gesture. It's uh, the portion of the cigar proceeds goes towards Operation Surf, which is a program for wounded service members. And I am in favor of that. I don't know how good the cigar will be, but if anyone's out there purchasing cigars for the soldiers, I think it's a good cause. There's several groups that do. Um, I know the guy from Cigar Obsession sends, you know, if you send cigars to him, he'll send them to troops, uh, Brian Glenn. So I think this is at least uh, a patriotic effort to benefit our soldiers who are fighting overseas. So good for them. And I just flipped on my Facebook page just for a second, and... Kirk, who apparently couldn't be on the podcast tonight, has time to post a status that says, do the astronauts in the space station celebrate Earth Day? <laughs> so apparently he's got time for that retarded shit, but not time to say <laughs> he, he's not got time for us. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I see where we rank among... Yeah, it's, uh, I can sit here and ask stupid questions, or I can be on the podcast then. He chose stupid questions. <laughs> it's a fair question. I mean, they're not on Earth. So, you know. But they have to look at it all day. <laughs> They're on a spaceship built by Earthlings, which is part of Earth. So, yes, you have. And what are these. What, what, what do you want them to do up there? How are they going to celebrate Earth Day anyway? What? <laughs> what? Man, it says we're on the subject. What is the fucking point of the space station? I mean, they just go up there and float around for six fucking months. I don't. Are we going to move there at some point? I. <laughs> I, I hope there's some kind of purpose to it other uh, other than dumping ass loads of money into it. We have spent billions for the space station, and then... Now, is it like a place where they can use to repair satellites in space without having to bring stuff back and forth? See, I don't even think they can do that because they... You know, that stuff is kind of blocked in a geostationary orbit, so I don't think they can, like, move it closer to satellites or whatever. If I understand space, which I might not. I don't know. I you're correct in that because if you if you take it out of its orbit, then it's going to want to fall, and whatever it's connected to, it's going to take with it. So if you're trying, unless you're taking potentially, if the shuttles were still in existence, where they could open the bay and actually capture the satellite again and take it over there, possibly. But you're right because it's already in orbit. So are you going to move it out of its orbit? to each satellite, which is going to be... That, that doesn't make sense. So presumably they're just up there jacking off, which I'm sure has its own set of complications in space. Well, sure, after a while it starts, you start living in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's just... That's not going to work. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. Uh... But we'll ask Kirk when he gets back from space. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to take his Dyson up there and help with the snow globe problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's all the news that I have. Um, I was out of news when we started. <laughs> I've just been <laughs> bullshitting for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> Except for the Drew guy. I was ready to motherfuck him. Other than that, I had no preparation. Oh, I just, I, I re Junior had an idea before he came on Senior. You said that Drew's coming out with a different a book or an article, is that right? Yeah, uh, some novel. I think it's called The Hike or some bullshit like that. 
we're going to buy that and then take a, burn it and take a picture of it burning and then post that to his Twitter feed. And light uh, our cigar while it's burning. Yeah. <laughs> Just put cigar burns all over the book. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yep. Sounds good. I mean, I ain't pissed nobody off lately. Might as well. And I don't know of a better way to end than that. So uh, this has been Cigar Tipsters. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And uh, uh, we'll see you when we'll see you.